Discussion mm-hmm. about anything, yeah. Because, <laughs> in, in the teen fiction world, just because we have stuff doesn't mean we have time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> As Sydney can speak to, because Sydney likes to go. Sydney, our 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 uh, co co host, mm-hmm. who yeah. we've adopted into the teen fiction world, is, yep. was a uh, was busy. For quite some time, and then our other Coco co-host Jackie, yes, was busy for like four months, <laughs> and was like, "Is she still real? No. Does she still exist?" Um, but she does. Yeah, she exists because now she's. So, I so, am free. So for our our our, if we have loyal listeners <laughs> at this point, probably not. But uh, Jackie, I don't know if you want to share this with with the world, but well, I went to basically a four month training thing that consists of six hundred hours, and I am finally done with all six hundred hours, and I am free now. <laughs> free to moisturize people's well, not quite, but on the road yeah. to moisturizing people's faces and mm-hmm. getting out blackheads mm-hmm. and makeuping people's faces. I can't believe I'm makeup certified. That scares me. Don't be scared. Embrace it. Embrace the darkness. Oh. It's true. Much like the movie we're about to discuss. Oh, there's yeah. so much darkness. Such a good segue. <laughs> I know. I, I had to I had to look for it somewhere. I was like, how can I get into this? Um so our Coco co-host, I'm gonna keep calling you that because it's fun. Sydney really wanted to see this movie. This movie is called um Widows. And oh, I'm not really sure why she was so like impassionate. Cause, cause, so a little backstory about about Sydney is that she doesn't really get like hardcore. I must see this movie. Like it's very rare. Like we've yeah. gone like movies where she's just like, meh, I understand, I'm okay. And then it's like, oh, this movie, yeah. we must go watch together. And now, <laughs> yeah. and now we yeah. finally did. So, 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 what about this movie? Like, like, was like you, you need to go watch this movie. You, this is something that you need to experience in your life. Uh, I guess. First of all, I like Steve McQueen a lot. I think he's a fantastic director. So automatically, when he's directing something, there's sort of already some sort of buy-in, and then finding out that Viola Davis is in it and Liam Neeson is in it and you have this casting crew that's fantastic um both new and old new faces old faces um and then it's of course being who I am it's women centric but not but in I in a weird way though the movie is I mean no spoilers it's you know there's a heist there's all of these things and it's women doing something that they aren't sort of traditionally in cinema sort of shown doing. But I don't know. I, I liked the way they entered into that world. It wasn't just so somehow there was this cohort of female gangsters that just come out of nowhere. There is sort of the bridge to how they got there. I mean, based on the title, it's called Widow. So you can guess for yourselves on how they get there. Um but because of that, I sort of liked that aspect of it and sort of seeing these women do something extraordinary in the sense of them 
doing a heist, but also very much still being women who are grieving or living their lives or what other, you know, responsibilities they have. So, and all on top of all of that, it's, you know, suspense and action and great acting. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I really wanted to see it and just casting was fantastic. I mean, you put Liam Neeson and Viola Davis together and you're pretty set for a good time. Even if this story was shit, you knew that they would be able to do something with it. Um, that would still make you feel like it was worth your money. But yeah, I think that's why. And I mean, I know that it was based off like an old British sitcom, which is why when, yeah, why when Steve McQueen was like, you know, this is a passion project since he was a child. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's because like he probably, he saw Widows as a kid, Mm -hmm. fell in love with the story and then was just like, when I make it one day, I'm going to do something. And he did. Does that mean when you're a little bit older, you're going to make a uh, My Little Pony movie? I'm sorry. I think that just makes the most sense to me for you. If, if anything, if it was, oh, I don't know. If starting from when I'm a kid, maybe it would probably be. If I had to do like a passion project, it'd probably be some sort of like old Chinese drama. Oh yeah, yeah. it'd probably be like some sort of old Chinese drama that I would update or or something. Watched a lot of those. Um, yeah, I guess. A lot of summers watching the same VSH, VHS tapes. For a lot of people, that was the thing when we were young. Um, yeah, same VHS tapes of different Chinese dramas. So I'd probably do that if I had to pull a McQueen mm-hmm. and a nice. Widows. That's cool. Um, but to, to be fair, by your earlier comment, we go spoilers hard regardless yeah. Yeah. and the movie hasn't has been out for yeah for a while right so like, spoiler been, alert from 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 here on out there's gonna be spoilers and my initial thing no spoilers but from here on out there's spoilers so <laughs> be ready be according ready. according to according to Sydney she, so, she says spoilers for everyone so yeah. so if there are spoilers you can see if we're on if it seems like we're about to do a spoiler or just put your fingers in your ears and just Pop them out every once in a while and see if we'll, you want to join us. We'll do like an anno- a, a a really annoying sound or something, <laughs> like a bullhorn or something worse. The, the sound of drunk Santas wandering through San Francisco's oh, Kyle Street. Yes, quick little segue before we were here, our souls were drained of all its natural resources by a bunch of drunk, probably Santa's. underage Santas. Yeah. <laughs> On, I can't believe it. What, what's it called? The Christmas pub crawl? The Santa crawl? The Santa crawl? Yeah, I think that's what it is. They, it was like broad daylight. Like They do it all day. Oh, God. Man. Drinking does not... You can drink... I mean, there was definitely a time that we drank at like before lunch I feel at some point in time yeah. that's not that hard to to imagine but back on track um, yeah the I only mentioned that because the, the the movie was so like emotionally draining yeah. for me personally anyway yes it was um, and then to go outside to the, the Santa it was just it was just a lot like we were walking against the traffic of Santa and yeah, I was oh like God. I just want my adapter from the Apple store and it's taking me 20 minutes to do this and it's like you're fighting it's it's like what's a good like reference mm, like when the 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 in Lord of the Rings in the first one when the when the um the the 
you know, you watch it, but you can't remember the names. Uh, <laughs> the, the the scene where where the the, the the evil dudes get smacked with the water, with the shape of the ah uh, yeah oh, yeah when yeah. Arwen calls yeah. on the water horses that. yeah. Yeah, we were the things in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were the ringways that were getting washed Thank away. You. I was like, "What the hell is that name?" By the waves of San- drunken Santa Clauses. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Anyway, so for me, it was just super. Like I was already drained, and then that I was just like, I just feel exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to crawl into a ball on the floor and sleep for like twenty hours. No, because yeah. like this, Steve McQueen did a really good. Like I didn't realize that Jillian uh, J- uh, Jillian Flynn Flynn wrote it. Co-wrote. Co- I'm sorry, co-wrote it. And I, I, I get it because when she, when I read her her book, Gone Girl, I couldn't watch the movie. I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. I can't go through this again. This was too exhausting emotionally. I can't, yeah. I can't just myself. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, if I had known, I probably would not have come yeah. to this because I'm just not ready. I'm not in a, I'm actually in a really like free falling emotional space right now. So it, it did not help with that. Yeah. But I thought it used a lot of like the one thing I felt after walking out was I'm like damn men suck Mm -hmm. was one and women just need to bring themselves up Mm -hmm. like it was it kind of reminded me of um that that like 90s film um um with Queen Latifah set it off Mm. oh it kind of reminded me of that I don't really remember that movie but I I remember pieces of it and it kind of felt like that a little bit to me yeah and it was so interesting because like the characters like were basically you know they had nothing at, at the beginning of that like the first 10 minutes like their whole world like imploded on itself mm-hmm. and they had to like deal and i and it was just and the whole the whole layout of the story where they kind of like worked their way up to that point where they were like self-sufficient women mm-hmm. who didn't necessarily need a man to like justify them yeah um, I mean, and the thing is, it's really true to life because I feel like most women go through that. Like maybe in the beginning, like before they're married, even they might have like an independent job. They're self-sufficient. But when they get married, it just kind of becomes like, you know, you become like, like, you know, um, you become reliant on on the man or you know you're and it's just it's not like it's a far-fetched idea that all these women go through this mm-hmm. you know right i think for me what i what i really liked about it was for each individual it's sort of breaking out of your own patterns of behavior i would say yeah so regardless of like which relationship they're in and sort of I like how each character in their own... I mean, they don't do it all at the same time, but through the span of their the movie, they sort of live the bits of their behavior and their patterns and their lives and sort of maybe the main sort of core of who they are. And then each one of them in their own time sort of come to a point in which they have to sever it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's broken off and sort of that's painful it's both painful because i mean in this case it just so happens to be with an external person right it's their husbands or whatever it is but it's also a pattern of sort of as hippy dippy as it sounds it's self-discovery right it's sort of you looking at yourself and realizing that you know 
there are these patterns that you follow or there's behaviors that you participate in. And though through a lot of it, you could be blameless, but nonetheless, you always have the opportunity to not participate, right? Mm -hmm. But it's very hard sometimes in life to not, to sort of really take hold of that type of agency and realize that like, just as how I opt into something, I can always opt out. Right. But often, you know, people, you get caught up, you get caught up in life, you get caught up in other things and then you don't have the mind space to, you know, really check that opt out button. And so it was really good to see. It was very interesting to see all these different women sort of, um, you know, go through their own patterns and then break them off. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, because of a husband or a mother or, you know, just anything wanting to be empowered wanting to be a business owner whatever it is um you know so that was interesting yeah i really enjoyed that bit of it um as a female and watching these types of dynamics and it was, yeah. it was very diverse like mm-hmm. you had um michelle rodriguez you had i don't know the, the white woman's name elizabeth i feel like i've Becky. seen her before yeah and uh, it was it was just a very like it felt like I always like watching those films because I love it when it's not like all white people. Yeah. They have different faces and different backgrounds and it feels like they put more effort into the the character connections and how they like, like one person will say something and the other one will like react. Like it's like, it's, it's, it's done in a way where it feels more, um, True to real life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's the great thing is just like, I think the thing that might frighten a lot of people is you see this diverse cast, right? And it's it's not something you see all the time. And so you go, oh, great. It's going to be another film all about race and all about like, you know, how do we relate and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, there are certain moments that race very much plays a factor, just like our real lives, right? But the predominant portion of your lives and your everyday going ons is not always race-based or as as actively race-based it could be passively race-based right where you understand that there's racial tension but there could not be sort of active drama currently going on in your life right but i think that was part of the film that i loved too was that it was just a given right you weren't sort of like oh wow this is a band of like a black one and like a white one and a brown one and then another younger black one like that's crazy how did they get along it was just like no these females just sort of, you know, they had a connection to one another right. through their husbands. And even Liam Neeson and Viola Davis, they, it, it didn't really, the film doesn't go into the whole like, oh, white man marrying a black woman. And like, kind of, I mean, she mentions it in, in the in end, end, but that's where it was because going. that's like the root of like whatever issue she, because right. she, sorry, I, I, I interrupted you, but no, she, no, no. she's like going over her own like issue. But when she, spoiler alert, <laughs> She sees us that he's not dead, right. and it's kind of like you're now with this white chick because our half white, half black son died, right. and you couldn't deal. Right, so you yeah. went to have the perfect white right. family. Like they, it, it, it just that's what touches I know. That's, the surface yeah. of it and right. walks away. Yeah, see, that's where I was. That's where I was trying to get to is saying that like. So it's not predominantly there, but it's definitely not a film where it's an expose on black and white relationships, right? right? Which is the brilliant thing of the writing, which is through the entire time, you know that there are issues. There was the death of their son. They weren't, you know, they had fights. They had arguments. He's a criminal. She's not. She accepted that. But for most of it, you're very much sort of like 
in love with the idea of them two being together. They loved each other very much until the very, very end. Right. Where you, where you find out that he is alive, like Ming said, and then they have the ultimate confrontation. And in that, Viola Davis finally sort of, I think, she says, you know, you went off, you know, and had your little white family. Like, what was I thinking? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Me being black, you being white. Yeah. And so what I love that is this, like, it's so true to life where you go through life, right? Yeah. You make these decisions. But these notions of these differences are always somehow stored in the back of your mind, right? right? And then when shit hits the fan, right? That becomes your thing. Like, that's your insecurity. And it's, like, something that you always knew. It's, like, lingering in your mind. It's always there, right? You always knew, is this thing going to come and bite me in the ass? And then at the end, they prove you right. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, motherfucker, at the end of it all, like, I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. I wanted this to work. And then what do you go and do? Have this a perfect shit. white family. Right. This shit. When it's just, like, you know how hard I tried, how you tried, Right. So I think that's like, it's very true to life. Right. I don't think that people are walking around in their everyday relationships having like major race based discussions. I mean, I think it happens on the occasion, maybe when you first start dating or if you watch something that provokes thought Mm -hmm. or something. But I don't think that people are living 24 seven actively in like, let's, you know, do sort of verbal boxing about race like i don't think that's a thing and so i love that it's you know and then other moments when you know race is touched upon is like their son spoiler who dies is he's half black he's half white but he presents black Black. Mm -hmm. driving a car how does he die white cops shoot him right because he he goes into the glove box and it's just like it's shit like that right where everybody viscerally felt it because you the theater went (gasps) They gasp. Well, because you kind of, you kind of, like, the music, like, oh, right. fuck. I'm like, either, 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 right. I was like, did I hit by another car? Mm-hmm. I was like, right, no, no, no. I'm like, right. oh, no, it's a car. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's even worse. Right. But that was all. It was not a very long scene at all. And mm-hmm. you don't know much about the sun. But the thing is, in that one scene, everybody in that theater knew what that was. Yeah. And everybody felt what that was, right? Right. And so that was the great thing of the writing. It's not heavy handed. It's not like, let's do this expose. It's right. like, Let's do this one scene and then have the audience just do the legwork because the audience is smart enough and aware enough to know what that is. Right. Right. So, you know, I love that. And then I also loved was Michelle Rodriguez. She's she's the only one that is she the only couple that's same raced? She was Latino. He is Latino. Right. I think so. Because I think the other one, it was like she was a blonde, white, Polish woman, and then he is not. Yeah. I guess so. Probably. A blonde, white, Polish man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it went into a little bit of like what those dynamics are in terms of family. And, oh, God. You know, she has an awful mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, her character was so interesting. Like, she became like this flower that yeah. made from concrete. Yeah. Like, she had this, like, her husband was beating her. Her mother-in-law was, or was her mother? Was her mother? Mother-in-law. 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 mother-in-law was a piece of shit. And like, and then two kids, and then she like does that service where that where she like is like some guys like yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was, but sugar daddy, yeah. Um, and 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 she was standing up to um um the main character. What was her name? Do you remember the main character's name? Oh, uh, 
Ron, Ron, I just know that. Oh, Veronica. 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 Like, she, like, she stood up to her eventually. Like, in the end, that strange moment, I couldn't figure out what was going on when she, Veronica was saying hi to her outside the thing. I was like, are you just being nice now? Like, right, I was like, it. what's going on? Uh, um, but I thought it was interesting. Like, her character was so, like, well done. Like, she didn't have, like, a heavy-handed presence, but she could see her development. Like, she was saying, like, I'm not going to get beat up again by no man. I'm not going to get beat up by you. Right. Like, it was such an interesting way to build her up that I really appreciated the effort that went into that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it really, like, um, was just well done. But also, aside from, like, the, the female relations, the male relations, the race relations, there was a very interesting commentary about politics, right? The oh, whole thing. Yeah. And they had, like, but it was like it was like a layered cake yeah. of like politics and not politics, politics and other things. Right. Like I was like I, it was so interesting to me that that they had this this black dude who's from this community who's probably very much a part of it, mm-hmm. and this white guy whose whose father was here, and therefore it's like it's like assumed he's he, he will take right. over the reins because his father, because they have money, because they're white, because he can make right. promises that he can sort of deliver deliver them. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought that was just like very well yeah. done. And I was and as a side note, because of that reason these reasons, I'm very surprised this got snubbed for the Golden Globes. I know. That's a whole different thing we can discuss yeah. later. Yeah. But after think, watching the film, you definitely feel like what the hell went on there? Yeah. yeah. The Golden Globes. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna like talk about like, you know, the like the two political parts. It's what's also kind of interesting is like if you look just looking on the outside of mm-hmm. the two political candidates you have like a like yeah manning was a black man who is from their neighborhood and mulligan is like basically like you said a dynasty kind of like rich white guy but when you go more into their characters neither one you technically wanted to be on your side Mm -hmm. they both were dirty yeah like manning like he like he admits it in the movie that he can't be a gangster anymore he's 37 and he wants to be like mulligan to be able to have money and grab everything and like mulligan who wants to just in a way continue his family legacy although he's kind of a bit of wish-washy on it the only I'm not I'm not sure if it's because I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt or but there was that one scene where he and his dad his dad like Robert Duvall were like who was also fantastic in this movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's it's very easy to be like like a racist white man. Uh-huh. You just gotta tap into that anger and just spew an N word around you once in a while. Yeah. And he's just so good. Yeah, but um, and it's like like how like he was telling his was like so basically saying like you you're not JFK. Nothing will change and all these kind of things. Right. So for me, it, it became. It just in my head it came that character trait that maybe he, when he was younger he wanted to be like one of those politicians that did good mm. things right? right but then being in the pol- basic political dynasty he kind Couldn't of move with as much freedom as he wished yeah right. because of his dad and then him being able to say to his father you know what he's so happy about that one day there will be no more men like him because they'll die out right so it's like for me like even though I know that he's pretty dirty, it's just that one right. bit makes me feel like, I wonder what his character was a bit like before. Right. You know? But, like, yeah, you would not want either one of these political no. people in your camp. 
And even for him, you know, like he's breaking out of his behavioral patterns too. I yeah. think like that's the interesting thing about this movie is just like with each generation, especially in that family, you can tell that, you know, each one changes though. Each one also has similar character traits. I think that's, I think that was also the other thing that was really interesting about the movie is that their characters, it's just like, so each one was just like, they're a little bit different. They're a little bit like I can root for you, but at the same time, they're very much steeped still in their own sort of, you know, bullshit. Like mm-hmm. they even had that reverend that was just like, <laughs> you know, like he seems so, you know, he's a reverend, you know, and he's charismatic and he has a large congregation and a lot of outreach. But at the same time, he's also very much focused on his bottom line and right. funding. And, you know, maybe he that's for churchly duties, but he sure didn't pass it off like it was for churchly duties. Yeah. But, you know, so it's interesting where it's just like in each person you find a little bit of something i think the only character actually that was very much sort of he was this guy and he was this guy through and through was manning's younger brother um daniel kaluuya's character (laughs) i think like he was a piece of work i think like the the interesting about his character is every other character has this sort of like duality growth thing right but his character from the beginning to the end it was just like you saw if he was a hamburger he was a burger through the whole thing like he was he was who he was like that was the guy right right like and i would say i guess the only sort of moments of some sort of humanity i saw in him was that he did had the have this unwavering loyalty and love for his brother true i think right like no matter what he said with his own abilities and violence and things like this he still listened to his brother when right before spoiler he dies he's listening to his big brother debate well, Manning, his big brother, Manning debate Mulligan, and he's, like, rooting his brother on in the car. Just, like, you show him, like, you give it to him, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's very invested. And so I thought it was interesting that that character was just, like, he is the guy. Like, that's, you see, what you see is what you get. But at the same time, he has this one thread in him, which is, like, this undying loyalty and sort of towards his big brother. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was... Yeah, but I was I was kind of curious. There were some interesting. This is this is this is purely artistic way they shot this, but um, I thought it was super interesting. After uh, Mulligan gets is that his name? Um, 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 the, the the white character um, when he's uh, giving that that like um, that that event where he's outside and he has it's the about the women we support. That was that that felt so like annoying but um when he gets in the car and we don't we aren't inside the car we're outside and it's the camera attached to the front of the car and he's just driving for like five minutes yeah. tops and he's talking there's this tirade in the and car so, and, 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 I, and i kept thinking was why are we in the car yeah. <laughs> i want to be i want to see kind of i was wondering i wonder why the queen made that choice i was kind of fascinated by that for me i thought it, it was like two things one, I thought it was just like, it gives that element of secrecy, mm-hmm. right? Because like, if you're in the car, then you feel like you're a participant in it. Right. Whereas if you're outside the car, then it's like you listening behind a door. Right. So you get this like, ooh, I'm listening to something I'm not supposed to be listening mm-hmm. to. Oh, and then after that, 
the camera pans over to the driver right. and the driver it's is black. black. I was like, oh, the driver is black and Mulligan is talking about how these people will never change and all they do is kill one another and have babies and blah, 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 blah. Right. And he's got a black driver. And then so you then after that, you start thinking, oh, my God, I'm listening to something I'm not supposed to be listening to. And then at the same time, like how is that black man feeling right now? Like driving right. his car? Yeah. I mean, probably by then he's probably so used to it. Like that's not his is. first day on the job. Like he's probably like, this is what I do, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, that's why I thought it was. I thought it gave that extra element of like you peeping into a world that you're not privy to. Right. Rather than feeling like you're immersed in their conversation. Right. Yeah, I was just really curious. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, I was just going to say like, like, I was just, like, thinking back on, like, that scene. And, like, it is true. Like, after you start panning to the driver, and, like, I remember for some reason starting to just focus on the driver. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, I can still hear the conversation and all the shit he was saying, but I was, like, so focused on the driver and thinking, like, oh, my God, what is he? Like, maybe said, like, what the... I wonder, like, what's he thinking? What's he going to, like, do, right? Yeah. And then the fact that, like, nothing happens. They just stop in front of Mulligan's house. And he gets out and he... Thanks his driver. Thanks his driver. And that's how it ends. Right. And I know? thought that that was a great piece also, like, sort of depicting sort of race relations without going on you know doing an expose which is like that's how race relations go right is that how many how many how that's completely the same as just like well i can't be racist i've got black friends or you know like i share spaces with colored people or like oh yeah well you're an exception right and it's just like you're how blind people are to sort of like i don't know how you would the correct term but like sort of micro racist moments right? right which is that which is mulligan though he has these larger ideals and how he's different from his father yes mm-hmm. but he still has his like racist streak in his car and he's not even aware enough to be like oh i probably shouldn't say this in front of my black driver <laughs> yeah. and then not even to feel weird about it and just being like all right thanks thanks for right. driving right you know so it's just like, but that's how our race relations are now, right? Yeah. Also, I felt really bad for um, the other driver. Um, what was his name? Bob? Oh, oh, Bash. Bash. Yeah. I, felt, I felt so like he was a good stand-up guy, like being loyal to that yeah. family. Fuck Liam Neeson's character. He I got know. that guy killed. I know, I'm so mad. He deserved. I mean, piece of shit. what do you expect? He fucked over his own crew. He no. fucked over his own That's crew. What, his own wife. I'm just trying to. Like, I wish there was. I think what I want is more understanding of why. That's the thing that I, I wish that movie went into was why he did it. Because I don't right. think it made any. I mean, I, okay, he sort of abridged it with saying like he. He did it for himself because he couldn't he couldn't deal with losing his son and so he immediately resorts resorts sorry resorts to 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 stealing from his supposed like friend or partner or whatever and then running off with this white woman and then her baby like what yeah. <laughs> I mean I think it's just like it's interesting because it's just like 
sometimes there is no why. Right. And sometimes you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. You know, and sometimes it's just like, it's what your baseline is, right? And how many excuses you come come up for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And at the end of the day, like, he's a criminal. Right. right? So, I mean, he doesn't have a very high sort of moral line that he's working with to begin with. Right. right? And he's but, like... But, but he had the, the most people come to his funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like loved in some capacity by right. other people. Yeah. Or loved or feared, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's just true. like when you start dealing with secrets, it's like you own everybody. Yeah. Right. He knows, I mean, so you pay respects and all those things. But I mean, I thought that was the interesting thing is like you never, you never get a why. And oftentimes in life, you never get a why to why someone's behavior is the way it is. And, you know, but he. At the end of the day, he was very me-oriented. It was Mm -hmm. how I felt, what I couldn't do, or what, you know, what I needed. Yeah. And so, you know. I guess that, I I was so curious. I was like, where's the fourth wife? I was like, widows. I was like, where's the other widow? Find out. And I was like, oh, either she felt bad because she didn't feel bad already mm-hmm. <laughs> or she or he told her not to go yeah one of the two yeah i think it was i think it's because like she they were supposed to leave together right right which is why she was like you know we should have left so, yeah ago. so i think it was because like she had an exit strategy mm-hmm. already or like a way to start over already right. whereas the other three didn't so I mean that was also the other interesting thing was Viola Davis's character you know in in the trailers and in the film she's very much somebody who's like of the upper class wealthy and things like that and then you're sort of wondering like well why the fuck is she doing this right like why like just for her husband and then you find out that it's because it's like she owns nothing right you know everything it's everything was under his name she you know she was just part of the teachers union and it's just like all her clothes everything yeah she owns nothing and so you know i think that was the other very interesting thing about the film is just like they don't go sort of very uh, sort of on, they're not on the nose about it and they're right. not sort of very like extreme about it right. but sort of looking at the dyna- the role that finances play yeah. in the power dynamic between men and women yeah. right right and how like a lot of times in relationship what you would let slide because you need a place to live and it's just like it's not always women using men for money right right but then you're in circumstances you have kids you have whatever you know and you get so used to living a certain way that you can't even fathom about being doing something different even though you might have the skill set right even though you might have the skill set but you don't have the belief in yourself yeah right which is why at the end of it when all the women sort of like realize like no i could do shit on my own like i got this like what was i doing for so long Mm -hmm. and it's just like but that's what happens right and i just i thought that that was very interesting how each of them the role that money plays especially with elizabeth debecky's character she meets this other douchebag named david god there are so many like horrible men yeah even the fictional world we're just they're just they just kind of, they there, pop out of the ground there like, was not, there was not one good man in that movie except for 
bash the driver. Yeah. <laughs> Except for him, and then probably the guy in the wheelchair. Oh. Right. Which he got. I felt over. bad for him too. That, that was that was fucked up. That yeah. was a fucked up scene. Steve McQueen picks some really fucked up scenes. Yeah. That's why I don't understand why they don't get an award or nomination. Whatever. I thought it was one of the. I, I mean, I thought it was crazy that they get awarded. I thought it was one of the best pieces of like sort of um, well thought out storytelling that yeah. we've seen in a long time. Where it's like you know you just imagine based on everything we just said, you've got a heist going on, you've got women related, you've got politics, you've got this, yeah. you've got. You would imagine this it's, film. It's a package deal. It's ethnic. It's diverse. Right. It's everything. Right. And you, but the thing is you look at all that if you were to see that you'd be like well this movie can't be cohesive like this must be like a you know like all over the fucking place like what are you going for like what are you doing and i think like that's the brilliance of either the writing or steve mcqueen which is just like realizing that all of that is always in everything yeah so it's not confusing as long as you don't overthink it you know and you just treat it as like this is just normal life yeah right yeah. So, I mean, that's what I thought was fantastic. It was just, like, mm-hmm. that narrative, how they got it all together. You didn't feel shortchanged at all. Right. You know? Though, yes, would you have liked a little bit more background? Sure. But I certainly didn't walk out of there being like, ah, oh, damn it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, one thing I thought as we went, while we were still in the theater before we left was that, you know, there's, there's not a lot of, like, like female films made where it's like it's like an everyday female yeah. goes through a, a sort right. of reasonably relatable situation yeah. and all these women were in that kind of situation mm-hmm. and that's why it made like me like oh, oh my god this is like really yeah. Yeah, it yeah. kind of hits a chord in me somewhere inside of yeah. me deep deep down and but then but at the same time, we have like all these other films coming out we got like Wonder Woman and, and Captain, Captain Marvel and it's all like this like the supreme idea the supreme, of women yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how we like or have we can do everything because we've super like but but realistically like the the ideal woman isn't that yeah the ideal woman is is what widows sort of try to do it's, mm-hmm. it's more like plausible and relatable mm-hmm. and it just kind of surprised me that i've never felt this way about a film that had these kind of stakes involved yeah but was women-centric yeah mm-hmm. it, it was it's it, I can't. I really can't think of any film that's like like a like a modern, real life, yeah. non fantasy, non non sci fi like thing yeah. that isn't based in, right. in, in in our reality in some way. She performed. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. And I think like that that the all, the other great thing about this film is just like like I I haven't seen. Um, Ocean's 8 yet, right? But, I mean, though we should. But I feel like the really interesting thing about, like, I was thinking about these two movies, and Ocean's 8 starts with, you know it's a girl band movie. Right. right? It's just like this, you watch this pack of women, you know, relate to one another and go pull this thing off. Right. It's very, like, women's, this pack of women. But the interesting thing about this film, it's just like, yes, it's about these women, but also their interactions with men, which I also think is, like, such a problem in real life too right where women regardless if you view yourself as a feminist or not or when you're like talking shit with your friends it's like women are very good and very used to creating female spaces right where they're like they tell it all they you know whatever and then the moment they're back to relating with a man uh-huh. Half, if not more than half of what they say in those safe spaces, they can't act on. Yeah. Right. Right. And so there's this like disconnect between like 
the female who you are with other females versus the female who you are with men. True. Right. And so I thought that was the great thing about this movie too, is just like consistently this whole thing is just like, yes, it's about this band of females getting together to pull this thing off. But the larger story of it is these females, how they relate to each other as females, but also more so how females relate to men. Yeah. Right. It's just like, so I love that because it wasn't, from the beginning, like, Ocean's 8 is just like, girl band, they're gonna fuck shit up, they're gonna steal shit, you know, one's a hacker, one's a, you know, all that stuff, but, you know, but they don't really have any inter- I mean, I haven't seen the film, but based on what I've seen, if it's like any of the other Ocean's movies, it's like, you don't, their intention there isn't really to interact with the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah. I love you because you, you. The minute you sat down, like your whole body like clamped up, yeah. like it was like a gargoyle <laughs> perched on something. And I'm like, Jackie's like, Jackie just like twiddles me. She does, but your body just locks to this like into this position, and I'm like, is she gonna be okay? Yeah. But about minute forty, you're like, fuck shit up, people. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> like you evolve. Uh-huh. <laughs> like like the characters in the film. Like you evolve as mm-hmm. we as we talk about it, which I yeah. appreciate. Thanks. I try. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I think, like, that's the interesting thing, too, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's similar to, like, what you're saying about, like, Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman, which is this similar thing, right? Which is it's female. She's right. super already. Right. She just has to, like goes on her journey and like either really believes in how super she is or she has to become more super than she already is or she has to go through some sort of pain right, right? but it's never like you know actually um, this is a totally slightly off topic but did you hear any of the the, the, the chatter online that people were saying oh uh, Brie Larson is delivering her her in the trailer she seemed very like um, um, like blocky in the way she gave her gave like was talking I'm like I'm like well technically this person has had her memory wiped. She's no, yeah. she's no longer who she was. She's not really human in her mind. She's wow. a free yeah. in her head. So she, she, if anything, Brie Larson is acting the way she should. Yeah. Her memory was wiped, and she had no memories of herself being a human being. Right. So I'm like, why? Why do y'all try to throw shade at someone who's? doing the character justice by by showing the fact that she is kind of this blank slate of the Kree's creation. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I had to say that because that really bothered me. (laughs) No, no, it's true, though. It's kind of like, um, this is like another segue also, but it's kind of like people, like, (laughs) like people give shit to a lot of female movies even though the male counterpart of that movie, they say, oh, it's just an action movie. You or don't they just need- accept it. Yeah. It's like, I, so, yeah. yeah. Like, Atomic Blonde, right? I need to see that, but yes. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I watched it, and it's just like, it's just like, you know, a fun action movie right. to watch. There's no real storyline. There's no real anything. Yeah. And Candy. it's basically, Candy. it's just, you know... A woman kicking out ass and the way how she a fantastic haircut and how she kicks ass is just like you know like fun to watch it's basically like a john wick movie but the thing is people are giving they gave like so much shit for her for atomic body saying there was no storyline there was no this how how could she just be such a shallow character and all i'm thinking 
you do not give all this shit to male movies. John Wick is basically an assassin who did not want, who is stopping an assassin and now is an assassin again and he decides to kill everyone because they killed his dog. Well, it's just like <laughs> any of those fucking other action movies. Like, you think of anything that, what's that guy's name Statham is in? Like, you're gonna tell me, like, the Megalodon movie? Like, that's got a, this big old fucking shark in the water? Like, that's a damn storyline? But you're okay with just that type of shit as just being visually pleasing and mind candy but like all of a sudden once it's a female you're like but where's the story at yeah where's the narrative at and my other thing is this brie larson is a fantastic actress she's also very young superhero movies are not easy trying to sort of portray them in the way that you would in a traditional dramatic role and it's just like they're you know it's hard to get into and even let's say if she isn't doing her best like bruh how many other actors have played superheroes that were men and you were just like, that's fine. Like, we accept it. Like, Even though it was total shit. Like, I never liked the Iron Man. I mean, I said before, I've never liked any of the Iron Man films. Yeah. And I love RGB as, as um, RG, for Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, I hated the films. So it's possible yeah. to just like not like the film, but love the actress or character itself. Yeah. And, but, but Marvel has gotten better at making me like their stuff. So yeah. Like, no, it's true, and, and they've got it down to a formula where, like, you know, casting's great and, like, story, and they play to their strengths and all of that stuff, but, like, yeah. you know, that was true. Like, Marvel messed up their movies for a long time until, mm-hmm. like... Oh, yeah. Like, like, for a while until, right. like... Because, like, the Captain America uh-huh. thing, it finally uh-huh. started to pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and it's not good. Yeah. And truthfully... Out of all of the Thor movies, I only liked Ragnarok mm. because that it was like a fun movie. Well, they embrace their the humor. Yeah, he's so fucking serious. Like, you, come on, man, you can't spend it all the time not laughing right. yourself a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, that's but I mean, like the other thing about that though is just like those male actors do very r- well in their roles, right? But then the other thing is, it's just like when they started in their roles, they had far more experience. Yeah. Than Brie Larson. Yeah. Like she, yeah, she had accolades for the room, right? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that she's an actress that has tons and tons of experience, right? True. And at the same time, portraying a sort of superhero as a female right. is sort of uncharted territory. You right. don't really, I mean, aside from Wonder Woman. Right. And I guess in the Marvel world, you can look at Black Widow and her trajectory to see how they sort of accessed it. Right. Right. Like, it's difficult. Right. So it's just like, I mean, I think the movie is going to be fantastic. And also, don't let trailers sort of, you know, (laughs) sort of dissuade you because you will watch the whole thing and then it'll probably make sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, to sort of not to negate my earlier thing but like as inexperienced as she is she's a smart actress and she's good yeah so give her the benefit of the doubt that whatever she's doing is a choice yeah right right. until she proves you wrong Mm -hmm. right right but yeah that's my thing like i certainly don't think that she's an actress that just got there because she's pretty yeah you know right so 
so it, it kind of kind of going back to the movie that we watched and mm-hmm. what you're saying, do you think this being a female fronted film it had anything to do with the fact that it got no love from the Golden Globes? Like Davis should have gotten nominated for at least Best Actress. Yeah. Like at least that much. Cause she brought it. Yeah. She scared me. I'm like, yeah. I would not fuck with this woman if I like ever like she's intense like she's like you know she has nothing and she's trying to like save herself save her her and her dog basically from these fucking crazy people who want to kill her because her fucking husband took their fucking like she was basically in a corner and she has to crawl her way out of this by any means necessary and they all do they all have to do something like the 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 driver who runs like that woman could be like a fucking like marathon runner, marathon runner. she was like kill us damn she, yeah. can, she got good form I can't even <laughs> even Elizabeth Debicki I think mm. she did fantastic like if she was if she was I I mean I would be totally down for her to be nominated as like a supporting actress right in it like I thought she was great like her performance was like so delicate yet strong right. yet nuanced and a lot of it was like silent right. she had like a frail sensitivity but she had moments where it was like oh you see her I think that was a great thing with her it was just like you know she had this overarching thing of sort of being you know a victim of abuse and being down on herself but then you'd see like she'll give you like moments of like oh that's who she is right like when she fooled that woman into buying her guns because she like pulled like this fake like and it was just like that's her you know like there she is that's the girl right Mm -hmm. and so I was like I love the way she did it because it was just like you saw moments and glimpses of who she is right and so I I was just like, I mean, if she was to get a nom for that, I'd be like, yeah. So I'd so, co-sign so that. When, so when, so when this this in into the in this sorry this week's last news where it's like Black Panther, yeah, the first superhero film, basically all black cast, yeah, to be nominated for a a, mo, a, a motion picture, it was like, right. and and it's a side, it's a side. Was well, a sci-fi, but it's a it's a Marvel movie. Like, yeah. This is like p- people were hoping um, the DC film would would make it. Um, um, Wonder Woman last year that didn't happen, right. but this one I think they could not deny this one because it was just through and through and through and through. Right. It was so solid they couldn't be like we're just gonna snub it, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. So in 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 respect of the of widows being like a, a diverse women fronted cast and that, that that was not given accolades in the situation for the Golden Globes and then we look at Black Panther which is, is like blowing up now yeah. and it probably will blow up the Oscars too yeah. that'd be really fun to see oh, honestly so <laughs> like what, what do you think that says about things like yes but no on one mm. hand like thoughts mm. I think it's interesting Like I think it's interesting I think I think it's always two sides of the coin. I think, like, there are going to be a lot of people who don't think that Black Panther should be there, right? Because it's a superhero movie. But my thing is this. I don't know. I don't... I'm not... I'm not in the camp to believe, like, all of a sudden Hollywood is just like, we appreciate diverse art now. You know, we appreciate diverse cast. I think a lot of the reason why Black Panther is there is because it was such like a... It was a film, but it was more importantly like a social movement. Right? right? Mm -hmm. And I think for award shows where they've been getting a lot of shit about their lack of diversity, if they were to snub it, 
It would be the end. It would there would be right. hell to pay. Right. And then the thing is, and even if that wasn't the case, the mm-hmm. fact that they didn't snub it is like people are like, what? Good on you. Like all of a sudden they're being celebrated for something that they should have been doing ages ago. Right. Yeah. So whichever it is, right, it's a win-win for them. Right. right. And so I mean, I thought I think like I mean, because I don't give a shit whether those old white dudes are like oh my god in my heart of hearts i truly believe i've seen the light and it's diversity (laughs) like i don't believe and i don't think like that's not what i would like i'm not gonna ask anybody to change and i don't believe that that's ever gonna happen but i think like you know it just shows you that when you have clout Mm -hmm. in a film right? right when you band together and you it's sort of like you have to back them in a corner a little bit. Yeah. And being like, and what? Like, what are you going to do? Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I think like, I, and so for me, I think it's that. I, yeah. I don't think that it's like from the goodness of their hearts. Right. <laughs> it definitely But ain't. I think that it was them getting around together and being like, well, you know, if we did, people would celebrate us for something that we should have been doing. But if we didn't, we run the risk of like, you know, right. being having a shit ton of backlash. Right. So what should we do? Right. Either way, they come out on top. Right. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I think like tactically move wise, I think it was smart. Yeah. Right. right. But and but then on top of that, I just so happen to think that it's also a great movie. So but right. <laughs> but I don't think that when they were looking at the film, they were that considerate of, you know. I mean, but then again, I don't want to be like, well, white people will never understand colored things. It's not that, but I just refuse to believe that these old gremlins all of a sudden are like, I see the light. You know? Yeah. So I saw it. So So Widows getting snubbed was probably... I feel like if they actually looked on the merit of the movie, there was no way to snub it. But just... It's just like the Golden Globes and then these board shows doing the same thing they've always done. I mean, it's all pomp and circumstance. Like, it's, it's people who, their own little club, decide what's good. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. specifically high school. Yeah. yeah. But, like, and, on a higher level. And, mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood always operates on a diversity quota, right? Yeah. So they probably thought, like, oh, Black Panther got it. Blacks are f- satisfied. And Cra- and, and and then we have the Asian movie we can throw in there. Yeah, Crazy yeah. Rich Asians done. We've got a black man in each. Like we've got a black person. Oh, love us this year right? for sure. Like we've got one black person in a category for some of them, and then we've got even an Asian in a category. Like we're done. They very much focus is treating diversity as a quota that they have right. to fit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A bare minimum quota. Right. Because a lot of there were a lot of white people nominated for the category I was looking at, and first I didn't even see. Uh, Constance Wu. I was like, is she on this list? Yeah. I was like, ugh. So I think for me, it was just like, they probably felt like, I mean, it's not a secret that they did have a diversity quota for everything, whether you're a writer or you're whatever, right? And so I probably feel like that when they were coming up with their nominations, they're like, we got a bare minimum, we got to put a little color in there so that the people don't go crazy, right? And so if then if you are pitting all colored things against one another, right? Like, are you going to choose Widows or are you going to choose Black Panther? 
You, you know, and so you'd go Black Panther because it's just like it's a name brand that more people will probably recognize. It had more clout. It had yeah. more things. And so like because there are probably a lot more people who are scrolling through that seeing Widows and being like, I have no idea what that film is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, in comparison to Black Panther, right? right. Which is like, you know, almost everybody will see that and I be mean, like. I thought, oh, it's a chick fuck movie. Right. Yeah. And it totally was not a chick fuck yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, so I mean, I, I guess if you're in that and you're debating like which colored thing performed better you which colored thing you choose black panther yeah that's so sad (laughs) i mean i feel like that's what how they look at things right because they're all about like performance and numbers and things like that and what tests well and blah 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 so if you're of that breed right that's how you look at things right yeah because they're certainly not going to be like well, we're going to have three out of the five or however many fucking things are nominating each category, more than half of them being, you know, sort of fronted by people of color. Like, that's just not on the table. So then what do you do? You sift through the rest of the shit and you pick the one that performed best. Mm -hmm. right? I love our talks. They're so hopeful and positive. (laughs) I mean, I think that they are hopeful and positive. I honestly think so because in a weird way, when you see the realism of something, then you're able to see where you're situated and then you get to do what you want to do. What's bad is if you delude yourself into thinking everybody wants to be your friend and yeah. then being disheartened when you find out that they're not. Right. Because at least knowing this way, you know how to fight for it. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's true. That's true. Well, to end on a brighter note, quote unquote, uh, when we were leaving the theater, we we, oh, we, yeah. we, we, we were like feeling all like, oh, we were like, God. fuck men. Men are the fucking worst. They're fuck awful. Fuck this, fuck that. They can't support their women. And all of a sudden, this, this little cohort of little white boys like, appear before us. And they, one of them goes, <gasps> and they point to a, a, a poster of uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. They're just like, oh. <gasps> And my heart exploded. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. like, they're like Captain Marvel, and then the rest of them chimed in. Oh yeah, I really want to see that. And then they started like chitter chattering amongst would, their own. I think I heard like a couple say, "I've been waiting to see that movie." Or yeah, something and like so that. it's just like, and it's that pure sort of child elation, and you're just like, "Oh, that's the universe. <laughs> we were meant to see that." Yeah, and part of me wondered. I don't know why when I was seeing when I saw that it made me think of the movie again mm-hmm. about um, Mulligan telling his dad he's just waiting for people like him to die out mm-hmm. and part of me is already is it just just a waiting game now? Yeah, <laughs> part of me feels like in real life it is kind of a waiting game now. I mean to a degree here at the earth. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean I think it's like to a degree and in certain pockets. Yes. Of course. But it's a waiting game. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the sitch from Sydney and Jack. What <laughs> <laughs> is true? Yeah. Anyways, is it, is anything else you want to add before we nip it in the bud? Please go watch Widows. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's very much worth it. Yeah, yeah. And now that Jackie's done with being a, a skin, go, uh, skin guru. goddess guru I think maybe she'll be able to do more of these again yes have like four ten month caps I know it's on your toes it's the anticipation <laughs> I don't know sure we'll call it that be positive <laughs> alright okay alright that folks we're gonna go to eat some pho peace pho. <laughs> bye Bye. 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 Bye.
Yeah, 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 yeah